Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Naked Trucker Podcast. Yours truly, Timothy Page, your very up-close-and-personal Naked Trucker. At this recording, I'm going easterly bound, loaded up and trucking, over in Alabama, headed to Georgia. I'll be working this corridor uh, all the way through Thanksgiving. So if you happen to be in the area, shoot me a message, and maybe we can hook up, have a cup of coffee, maybe uh, uh, a hot dog or something. You just never know, a ride around naked. It doesn't matter. We'll have fun. I'm wearing nothing this morning other than a ball cap and a pair of tennis shoes. I am just feeling free and letting my body breathe, and you should too. Before we get started on today's podcast, which is going to be, we're going to be covering and talking about internet romance slash long distance relationships. Okay. But before we do that, let me hit the highlights and I have to do this. My producer gets on my ass if I don't say it right away. www.timothy-page.com. Check out my website. If you're on my website, listening to this podcast, If you look up above on the top of the page, when you first go to my podcast page, you'll see a new link there. It'll say, message me. You can tap that. It'll give you a link you go to to send me a personal message about any of my podcasts, anything you'd like to hear, a comment, or you just want to say hello, feel free to do so. Get interactive on my site. I'm trying to make it as easy as I can for everybody because I want everybody to be part of my website. And please like, share, tell your friends about it. Post it on your Instagram and your Facebook. Do me a favor. Let's get all this bullshit started, okay? Now, internet romance slash long-distance relationships. Now, I'm not talking... The internet romance I'm not talking about is if you went to Match.com and some of the other ones, I I, I draw a blank, but there's a lot of relationship sites out there, you know, dating sites, so to speak. You can meet that special one. Oh, yes, me and Charlie met and we got married just weeks after we met. I wonder about her and Charlie. Are they still together? Huh? You never know. I don't know. Is it successful? It probably is. I don't deny it. You know, I think people hook up, they meet up, they find the right person. You know, all of that's fine and dandy. Not interested. I've joined several of those sites in the past 10 years, on and off. You know, you kind of get lonely, want to meet somebody new. And it's the same people, the same pictures, the same everything on each and every site. And uh, I'm kind of into younger guys, younger than me. I'm a healthy 62-year-old man, and I like under my age, it's 10 years. Rule of thumb, when you're looking for a significant other, if you like younger guys, nobody younger than 10 years younger than you. You like older guys, nobody older than 10 years older than you. You want that 10-year circle, and here's why. Outside that 10-year circle, you have nothing in common, okay? The further away they get with you in age, past 10 years, they're in a different time life, okay? All right, I'm 62. Let's say my oldest limit is 72. 
I'm dating an 82-year-old man, 20 years older than me. Hopefully, he's got a lot of money, and he's my sugar daddy. You know what I'm saying? And he leaves me everything he's got. I mean, okay, we can all be greedy, can't we? Needy and greedy. I meet a lot of them in the younger field. Okay, let's go the other way. Ten years younger than me, 52. Scotty was exactly ten years, damn near to the day. Our birthday was in the same week except ten years apart. And we, you know, we clicked right along. I taught him a lot. And although as young as he was when we first met, I was 34, he was 24, he taught me a lot. So in past relationships, I've dated younger guys, and they're just, you know, they still want to get out there and party hardy, go shopping, do this, go here, fly there, fly here, where I'm more of a homebody, of course, because of my occupation trucker and I've said this a many a time in other podcasts you cannot appreciate being home until you can't be there ask anybody in the military a lot of guys come back home they just want to sit down in front of their TV and be with their family they don't want to get out and about oh, maybe some of the single guys but I mean if you cannot be home when you get there you want to stay there for a little while I enjoy my home life of course I enjoy getting out going to the lake going to see dad down in Houston uh, you know, getting out about going and seeing the kids. One of them lives two hours one way, the other one lives an hour and a half the other way. You know, but time has to allow that. You know, it, it takes time, and I still have a home life that I got to take care of. Fortunately, I have Preston there, my stepson, Scott's oldest boy. He lives with me. Anyway, more on that later. Internet romance slash long distance, uh, long distance dating, so to speak relationship for better words so how many times in your instant messenger I think that's what they call it Facebook I got off Facebook a long time ago because because haters you know I'm gonna have a podcast about that one day and I think everybody can relate to it um, and then on Instagram the DM DM me direct messaging I believe that's what that stands for um, how often do you get one of those, hey, you know, hi, how are you? You kind of check them out before you answer because a lot of times that could be a loaded, you know, question or, you know, uh, a shit sandwich. And they're from another country. Nothing wrong with that. I like to have friends all over. I got friends in other countries. A lot of hotties. They think I'm a cat's meow and I love that. Boy, do I got a fool. You'll be surprised with this Grecian formula. And this oil of Olay can do for an old raggedy-ass face. Anywho, or even women, you know, how are you? Are you single? How old are you? You know, where do you live? Well, my first question is, is do you just randomly go down and pick somebody and ask them these questions? Or do you go to their, uh, you go to their profile and check them out first? Or do you scan through their Instagram or their Facebook, find out a little something about them? I mean, what's that all about? I have an acquaintance in India, cute guy, you know, and you know, kind of impoverished. You know, he works, and uh, you know, India over there in the industrial nation. It's you know, it's just you know, uh, from the pictures that he sent me, he's not begging, not asking for anything. He just wants me to come see him. He wants to come see me. But the problem I have is I don't speak that language. 
And that's not a bad thing. I mean, yeah, I can copy and paste and kind of break down what he's saying. He says great things. and I'm sure he does that for me, and there's apps that do that. But, you know, reality, there's a language barrier, and you're thousands of miles away. I'm impressed. I'm intrigued. But you're thousands of miles away. It'll never happen, sweetie. I'm sorry. You know, and I'm not going to invest that kind of money, nor should he, in trying to get together. I have a hard time meeting anybody that lives in Houston, and I live in Brenham, just 75 miles away. And then there's the long-distance ones here on the native land, so to speak. I have a couple of interests that are afar, and eventually one day, hopefully, we can meet. Now, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the aggressive ones that uh, text you every day, after they go through, are you single? How old are you? This, that, and the other. And uh, would you be interested in a long-distance relationship? Well, there's people that are cut out for that. Nothing wrong with it. But I, it's not me. I'm a handsy-pansy kind of guy. I'm a romantic. I'm not going to send you flowers and come to find out you've got a boyfriend right down the road and you taking them fucking flowers. We ain't playing that game. I am a romantic. All the guys that I've dated, I've given them cards. I've mailed them cards. I've sent them flowers at work. And I guess there's some people, some people just don't go there. And I get it. And out of the four relationships since Scotty passed away, none of them returned any of those uh, favors. I didn't do it to get anything out of it other than appreciation that I'm a sweet guy and that I'm crazy about you. They, some of them expected more. Oh, one of them bought me some trinkets and this, that, and the other, but come to find out he had a boyfriend. That'll be a little story to tell. And I'm going to tell it. You can't trust them Oklahoma guys. Sorry, if you're Oklahoma, you're offended. I've heard that more than once. Don't trust them Oklahoma fuckers. And if you can defend that and correct me, send me a message. We'll talk about it. So I'm just not, and I, I dated one guy. As a matter of fact, today, uh, the, the this is the 14th, the production of this podcast. If you go to my blog, I have a blog coming out about this very guy, the first relationship I had since Scotty passed away. That was 11 months of just pure hell, and I, and I allowed it. I participated. So that's another thing. If you're in a relationship that's real shitty, that keeps you upset, that's your fault. You're allowing it to happen. You are participating. You don't have to participate. And I know what some of you are going to say. Well, it's easy for you to say. No, no, it's, it's not easy for me to say because I was there. I know. I know. It's hard to get out of a relationship sometimes. But he believed in a two-door relationship. Well, I'm sorry. For 18 years, I woke up next to the person I love very much, and he would bring me coffee or I would bring him coffee. Well, except for the last year, you know, he got sick. I had to take care of him. But I brought him everything he needed. Uh, I like to sit and watch a movie together. I'm not a big movie watcher. I have people that browbeat me. You hadn't seen this movie? You hadn't seen that movie? No. I like doing it with somebody. I like holding somebody's hand. I like sharing the popcorn. What's wrong with that? In a long-distance relationship, internet relationship, you can't do that. I've tried it. 
you know, okay, well, you know, I, I didn't commit. They committed more quicker than I did, and I just really wasn't into it. I mean, you know, I'm, I've got everyday life to live. I've got people to see, people to do, you know, got to work. And I don't know what they were after. Some of them butter you up, and eventually, well, I have this problem, and I don't know what I'm going to do. Here we go. There it is. And it's generally within the first couple of weeks. They have some kind of issue, and they need a little help. And do you know, I had a friend. I've had a couple of friends on occasion that spent a fortune, a fortune, on people like that. I had one friend. He's a straight friend. And uh, this is the honest God truth. He met a girl online. She lived in Russia. No shit. And she was working on her visa to come to the United States. Well, he sent her $1,000, American money, which I'm sure they converted over to toilet paper money, whatever it is they use in Russia, to get her visa. Well, it went along. She had certain things to do, certain things to take care of. He spent close to $15,000 over a period of six months. Hard-earned, saved money. Bought her an airline ticket, and she was on her way to the United States. And many of his friends, his family, including myself, I said, you know, this ain't right. There's something wrong. Something wrong. Something ain't right. $15,000 over a period of six months because she had this issue, had to take care of this, had to take care of that. The day he went to the airport and waited for her arrival, she didn't show. She wasn't on the flight. Brokenhearted, with his tail in between his legs, he came back home to find an email from her brother. On the way to the airport, she was in a horrific car wreck and perished. That's a true story. You might know somebody's been through that too. Now, I can meet somebody on the internet, and we can set up a date. I'll go there, they come here, whatever. That's different. But, I mean, how desperate do we have to be to be made a fool of? Don't they call that fishing? You know, when somebody sucker punched you like that, fishing? It's happened more than a million times. And there's nothing you can do. You can't get your money back. And so there he was, licking his wound, boo-hoo, staring at her picture. And eventually he snapped out of it and realized, came to realize after hearing other people, how could I have been played a fool? Got to be on your game, people. Got to be on your game. Back to that Oklahoma date, I was played. I was played, and I have nobody to blame but myself. When the dots don't connect, question, research. And now I've learned to watch for red flags. I can pretty well tell when somebody sends me a message or opens their mouth, I can see a red flag. And it's funny how these long-distance people 
don't really want to carry on a conversation on the telephone. Some do, some don't. I kind of dabbled in that with one out of, he lived up outside of Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, this crackpot, let me tell you. Good Lord. He even sixed his sister on me because I wasn't interested. I had to block his number and all this bullshit. She got infiltrated and she called me everything but a white man. I mean, he was, poor guy, was an alcoholic. Uh, drank heavy with on drugs. That Ambien, that, that sleep medicine. I called him one time. I could tell he was hiring a guy. He'd been drinking. He said he took an Ambien and, Ambien, and he was cooking a chicken. I said, you're going to burn that fucking compartment complex down. I mean, there's a lot of nuts out there, people. A lot of nuts. Don't let the internet fool you. Meet people, be nice, move along. And if they can't tell you how old you are by looking at what you have posted on your Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is you're on, if they can't, if they can't figure out where you're at, I mean, for Christ's sake, keep moving. They're not interested in you. They're interested in what you can do for them. Okay? All right? Maybe you haven't experienced. Send me a message. Send me an email. Tim Page, one word, Tim Page, at timothy-page.com. Send me an email. Uh, maybe we can hook up and do the podcast together. I'll ask you a few questions. You you know, we can, we can, we can have a lot of fun. If we do nothing else, we'll have a lot of fun. Maybe you can relate to what we've talked about today. Maybe not. If you haven't experienced uh, that, well, keep your guard up. Keep yourself safe. Keep your pocketbook closed. You hear me? Okay? All right. Well, I hope everybody is doing well, and I hope you have big plans for Thanksgiving. I'll have another podcast out before Thanksgiving, and I hope you enjoy this. Please share with your friends. Y'all take care, everybody. Be safe on the road if you're traveling for the holiday. God loves you and he knows I try. Peace out, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Naked Trucker Podcast. Yours truly, Timothy Page, your very up-close-and-personal Naked Trucker. At this recording, I'm going easterly bound, loaded up and trucking over in Alabama, headed to Georgia. I'll be working this corridor uh, all the way through Thanksgiving. So if you happen to be in the area, shoot me a message, and maybe we can hook up, have a cup of coffee, maybe a, a, a hot dog or something. You just never know, a ride around naked. It doesn't matter. We'll have fun. I'm wearing nothing this morning other than a ball cap and a pair of tennis shoes. I am just feeling free and letting my body breathe, and you should too. Before we get started on today's podcast, which is going to be, we're going to be covering and talking about internet romance slash long distance relationships. Okay. But before we do that, let me hit the highlights and I have to do this. My producer gets on my ass if I don't say it right away. www.timothy-page.com. Check out my website. If you're on my website listening to this podcast, if you look up above on the top of the page, when you first go to my podcast page, you'll see a new link there. It'll say, message me. You can tap that. It'll give you a link you go to to send me a personal message about any of my podcasts, anything you'd like to hear, a comment, 
or you just want to say hello, feel free to do so. Get interactive on my site. I'm trying to make it as easy as I can for everybody because I want everybody to be part of my website. And please like, share, tell your friends about it. Post it on your Instagram and your Facebook. Do me a favor. Let's get all this bullshit started, okay? Now, internet romance slash long-distance relationships. Now, I'm not talking... The internet romance I'm not talking about is if you went to Match.com and some of the other ones, I I, I draw a blank, but there's a lot of relationship sites out there, you know, dating sites, so to speak. You can meet that special one. Oh, yes, me and Charlie met, and we got married just weeks after we met. Now, I wonder about her and Charlie. Are they still together? Huh? You never know. I don't know. Is it successful? It probably is. I don't deny it. You know, I think people hook up, they meet up, they find the right person. You know, all of that's fine and dandy. Not interested. I've joined several of those sites in the past 10 years, on and off. You know, you kind of get lonely, want to meet somebody new. And it's the same people, the same pictures, the same everything on each and every site. And uh, I'm kind of into younger guys, younger than me. I'm a healthy 62-year-old man, and I like under my age, it's 10 years. Rule of thumb, when you're looking for a significant other, if you like younger guys, nobody younger than 10 years younger than you. You like older guys, nobody older than 10 years older than you. You want that 10-year circle, and here's why. Outside that 10-year circle, you have nothing in common, okay? The further away they get with you in age, past 10 years, they're in a different time life, okay? All right, I'm 62. Let's say my oldest limit is 72. I'm dating an 82-year-old man, 20 years older than me. Hopefully, he's got a lot of money, and he's my sugar daddy. You know what I'm saying? And he leaves me everything he's got. I mean, okay, we can all be greedy, can't we? Needy and greedy. I meet a lot of them in the younger field. Okay, let's go the other way. Ten years younger than me, 52. Scotty was exactly ten years damn near to the day. Our birthday was in the same week except ten years apart. And we, you know, we clicked right along. I taught him a lot. And although as young as he was when we first met, I was 34, he was 24, he taught me a lot. So in past relationships, I've dated younger guys, and they're just, you know, they still want to get out there and, party hardy, go shopping, do this, go here, fly there, fly here, where I'm more of a homebody, of course, because of my occupation, a trucker, and I've said this many a time in other podcasts, you cannot appreciate being home until you can't be there. Ask anybody in the military. A lot of guys come back home, they just want to sit down in front of their TV and be with their family. They don't want to get out and about. Maybe some of the single guys, but I mean, if you cannot be home, when you get there, you want to stay there for a little while. I enjoy my home life. Of course, I enjoy getting out, going to the lake, going to see Dad down in Houston, uh, you know, getting out about going and seeing the kids. One of them lives two hours one way, the other one lives an hour and a half the other way. You know, but time has to allow that. You know, it, it takes time, and I still have a home life that i got to take care of. Fortunately, I have Preston there, my stepson, Scott's oldest boy. He lives with me. Anyway, more on that later. 
internet romance slash long distance uh, long distance dating so to speak relationship for better words so how many times in your instant messenger I think that's what they call it Facebook I got off Facebook a long time ago because because haters you know I'm gonna have a podcast about that one day and I think everybody can relate to it um, and then on Instagram the DM DM me direct messaging I believe that's what that stands for um, how often do you get one of those hey you know hi how are you you kind of check them out before you answer because a lot of times that could be a loaded you know question or you know uh, a shit sandwich and they're from another country nothing wrong with that I like to have friends all over I got friends in other countries a lot of hotties they think I'm a cat's meow and I love that boy do I got a fool you'll be surprised with this Grecian formula and this oil of Olay can do for an old raggedy ass face anywho or even women you know how are you are you single how old are you you know where do you live well my first question is is do you just randomly go down and pick somebody and ask them this questions or do you go to their uh, you go to their profile and check them out first or do you scan through their Instagram or their Facebook find out a little something about them I mean what's that all about I have an acquaintance in India cute guy you know and you know kind of impoverished you know he works and uh, you know India over there in the industrial nation it's you know it's just you know uh, from the pictures that he sent me he's not begging not asking for anything he just wants me to come see him he wants to come see me but the problem I have is I don't speak that language and that's not a bad thing I mean yeah I can copy and paste kind of break down what he's saying he says great things and I'm sure he does that for me and there's apps that do that but you know reality there's a language barrier and you're thousands of miles away I'm impressed I'm intrigued but you're thousands of miles away it'll never happen sweetie I'm sorry you know and I'm not gonna invest that kind of money nor should he in trying to get together I have a hard time meeting anybody that lives in Houston and I live in Brenham just 75 miles away and then there's the long-distance ones here on the native land so to speak I have a couple of interests that are afar and eventually one day hopefully we can meet now, I'm not talking about them I'm talking about them aggressive ones that uh, text you every day after they go through are you single how old are you this that and the other and uh, would you be interested in a long-distance relationship well there's people that are cut out for that nothing wrong with it but I it's not me I'm a handsy pansy kind of guy I'm a romantic I'm not gonna send you flowers and come to find out you got a boyfriend right down the road and you taking them fucking flowers we ain't playing that game I am a romantic all the guys that I've dated I've given them cards I've mailed them cards I've sent them flowers at work and I guess just some people some people just don't go there and I get it 
And out of the four relationships since Scotty passed away, none of them returned any of those uh, favors. I didn't do it to get anything out of it other than appreciation that I'm a sweet guy and that I'm crazy about you. They, some of them expected more. Oh, one of them bought me some trinkets and this, that, and the other, but come to find out he had a boyfriend. That'll be a little story to tell, and I'm going to tell it. You can't trust them Oklahoma guys. Sorry, if you're Oklahoma, you're offended. I've heard that more than once. Don't trust them Oklahoma fuckers. And if you can defend that and correct me, send me a message. We'll talk about it. So I'm just not, and I, I dated one guy. As a matter of fact, today, uh, the, the this is the 14th, the production of this podcast. If you go to my blog, I have a blog coming out about this very guy, the first relationship I had since Scotty passed away. That was 11 months of just pure hell, and I, and I allowed it. I participated. See, that's another thing. If you're in a relationship that's real shitty, that keeps you upset, that's your fault. You're allowing it to happen. You are participating. You don't have to participate. And I know what some of you are going to say. Well, it's easy for you to say. No, no, it's, it's not easy for me to say because I was there. I know. I know. It's hard to get out of a relationship sometimes. But he believed in a two-door relationship. Well, I'm sorry. For 18 years, I woke up next to the person I love very much, and he would bring me coffee or I would bring him coffee. Well, except for the last year, you know, he got sick. I'd take care of him, but I brought him everything he needed. Uh, I like to sit and watch a movie together. I'm not a big movie watcher. I have people that browbeat me. You hadn't seen this movie? You hadn't seen that movie? No. I like doing it with somebody. I like holding somebody's hand. I like sharing the popcorn. What's wrong with that? In a long-distance relationship, internet relationship, you can't do that. I've tried it. You know, okay, well, you know, I've, I didn't commit. They committed more quicker than I did. And I just really wasn't into it. I mean, you know, I've, I've got everyday life to live. I've got people to see, people to do. You know, got to work. And I don't know what they were after. Some of them butter you up and eventually... Well, I have this problem, and I don't know what I'm going to do. Here we go. There it is. And it's generally within the first couple of weeks. They have some kind of issue, and they need a little help. And do you know I had a friend? I've had a couple of friends on occasion that spent a fortune, a fortune on people like that. I have one friend, he's a straight friend, and uh, this is the honest God truth. He met a girl online. She lived in Russia. No shit. And she was working on her visa to come to the United States. Well, he sent her $1,000, American money, which I'm sure they converted over to toilet paper money, whatever it is they use in Russia to get her visa. Well, it went along. She had certain things to do, certain things to take care of. He spent close to $15,000 over a period of six months. Hard-earned, saved money. 
bought her an airline ticket and she was on her way to the United States. And many of his friends, his family, including myself, I said, you know, this ain't right. There's something wrong. Something wrong. Something ain't right. $15,000 over a period of six months because she had this issue, had to take care of this, had to take care of that. The day he went to the airport and waited for her arrival, she didn't show. She wasn't on the flight. Broken hearted, with his tail in between his legs, he came back home to find an email from her brother. On the way to the airport, she was in a horrific car wreck and perished. That's a true story. You might know somebody's been through that too. Now, I can meet somebody on the internet and we can set up a date. I'll go there, they come here, whatever. That's different. But I mean, how desperate do we have to be to be made a fool of? Don't they call that fishing? You know, when somebody sucker punches you like that, fishing? It's happened more than a million times. And there's nothing you can do. You can't get your money back. And so there he was, licking his wound, boo-hoo, staring at her picture. And eventually he snapped out of it and realized, came to realize after hearing other people, how could I have been played a fool? Got to be on your game, people. Got to be on your game. Back to that Oklahoma date, I was played. I was played, and I have nobody to blame but myself. When the dots don't connect, question, research. And now I've learned to watch for red flags. I can pretty well tell when somebody sends me a message or opens their mouth, I can see a red flag. And it's funny how these long-distance people don't really want to carry on a conversation on the telephone. Some do, some don't. I kind of dabbled in that with one out of, he lived up outside of Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, this crackpot, let me tell you. Good Lord. He even sixed his sister on me because I wasn't interested. I had to block his number and all this bullshit. She got infiltrated and she called me everything but a white man. I mean, he was, poor guy, was an alcoholic. Uh drank heavy with on drugs that ambient that, that sleep medicine i called him one time i could tell he's hiring a kite he'd been drinking he said he took an ambient and ambient and he was cooking a chicken i said you're gonna burn that fucking compartment complex down i mean yeah, yeah, there's a lot of nuts out there people a lot of nuts don't let the internet fool you meet people be nice move along and if they can't tell you how old you are by looking at what you have posted on your Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is you're on, if they can't, if they can't figure out where you're at, I mean, for Christ's sake, keep moving. They're not interested in you. They're interested in what you can do for them. Okay? All right? Maybe you have an experience. Send me a message. Send me an email. Tim Page, one word, Tim Page, at timothy-page.com. Send me an email. Uh, maybe we can hook up and do the podcast together. I'll ask you a few questions. You, you know, we can, we can, we can have a lot of fun. If we do nothing else, 
we'll have a lot of fun. Maybe you can relate to what we've talked about today. Maybe not. If you haven't experienced uh, that, well, keep your guard up. Keep yourself safe. Keep your pocketbook closed. You hear me? Okay. All right. Well, I hope everybody is doing well, and I hope you have big plans for Thanksgiving. I'll have another podcast out before Thanksgiving, and I hope you enjoy this. Please share with your friends. Y'all take care, everybody. Be safe on the road if you're traveling for the holiday. God loves you, and he knows I try. Peace out, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Naked Trucker Podcast. Yours truly, Timothy Page, your very up-close-and-personal Naked Trucker. At this recording, I'm going easterly bound, loaded up and trucking over in Alabama, headed to Georgia. I'll be working this corridor uh, all the way through Thanksgiving. So if you happen to be in the area, shoot me a message, and maybe we can hook up, have a cup of coffee, maybe uh, uh, a hot dog or something. You just never know, a ride around naked. It doesn't matter. We'll have fun. I'm wearing nothing this morning other than a ball cap and a pair of tennis shoes. I am just feeling free and letting my body breathe, and you should too. Before we get started on today's podcast, which is going to be, we're going to be covering and talking about internet romance slash long distance relationships. Okay. But before we do that, let me hit the highlights and I have to do this. My producer gets on my ass if I don't say it right away. www.timothy-page.com. Check out my website. If you're on my website, listening to this podcast, If you look up above on the top of the page, when you first go to my podcast page, you'll see a new link there. It'll say, message me. You can tap that. It'll give you a link you go to to send me a personal message about any of my podcasts, anything you'd like to hear, a comment, or you just want to say hello, feel free to do so. Get interactive on my site. I'm trying to make it as easy as I can for everybody because I want everybody to be part of my website. And please like, share, tell your friends about it. Post it on your Instagram and your Facebook. Do me a favor. Let's get all this bullshit started, okay? Now, internet romance slash long-distance relationships. Now, I'm not talking... The internet romance I'm not talking about is if you went to Match.com and some of the other ones, I I, I draw a blank, but there's a lot of relationship sites out there, you know, dating sites, so to speak. You can meet that special one. Oh, yes, me and Charlie met and we got married just weeks after we met. I wonder about her and Charlie. Are they still together? Huh? You never know. I don't know. Is it successful? It probably is. I don't deny it. You know, I think people hook up, they meet up, they find the right person. You know, all of that's fine and dandy. Not interested. I've joined several of those sites in the past 10 years, on and off. You know, you kind of get lonely, want to meet somebody new. And it's the same people, the same pictures, the same everything on each and every site. And uh, I'm kind of into younger guys, younger than me. I'm a healthy 62-year-old man, and I like, under my age, it's 10 years. Rule of thumb, when you're looking for a significant other, if you like younger guys, nobody 
younger than 10 years younger than you. You like older guys? Nobody older than 10 years older than you. You want that 10-year circle. And here's why. Outside that 10-year circle, you have nothing in common. Okay? The further away they get with you in age, past 10 years, they're in a different time life. Okay? All right, I'm 62. Let's say my oldest limit is 72. I'm dating an 82-year-old man, 20 years older than me. Hopefully, he's got a lot of money, and he's my sugar daddy. You know what I'm saying? And he leaves me everything he's got. I mean, okay, we can all be greedy, can't we? Needy and greedy. I meet a lot of them in the younger field. Okay, let's go the other way. 10 years younger than me, 52. Scotty was exactly 10 years damn near to the day. Our birthday was in the same week except 10 years apart. And we, you know, we clicked right along. I taught him a lot. And although as young as he was when we first met, I was 34, he was 24, he taught me a lot. So in past relationships, I've dated younger guys, and they're just, you know, they still want to get out there and party hardy, go shopping, do this, go here, fly there, fly here, where I'm more of a homebody, of course, because of my occupation. A trucker, and I've said this many a time in other podcasts, you cannot appreciate being home until you can't be there. Ask anybody in the military. A lot of guys come back home, they just want to sit down in front of their TV and be with their family. They don't want to get out and about. Oh, maybe some of the single guys. But I mean, if you cannot be home, when you get there, you want to stay there for a little while. I enjoy my home life. Of course, I enjoy getting out, going to the lake, going to see dad down in Houston, uh, you know, getting out about going and seeing the kids. One of them lives two hours one way. The other one lives an hour and a half the other way. You know, but time has to allow that. You know, it, it takes time, and I still have a home life that i got to take care of. Fortunately, I have Preston there, my stepson, Scott's oldest boy. He lives with me. Anyway, more on that later. Internet romance slash long-distance uh, long dating, so to speak relationship for better words so how many times in your instant messenger i think that's what they call it facebook i got off facebook a long time ago because because haters you know i'm going to have a podcast about that one day and i think everybody can relate to it um and then on instagram the dm dm me direct messaging i believe that's what that stands for um how often do you get one of those, hey, you know, hi, how are you? You kind of check them out before you answer because a lot of times that could be a loaded, you know, question or, you know, uh, a shit sandwich. And they're from another country. Nothing wrong with that. I like to have friends all over. I got friends in other countries. A lot of hotties. They think I'm a cat's meow and I love that. Boy, do I got a fool. You'll be surprised with this Grecian formula. And this oil of Olay can do for an old raggedy-ass face. Anywho, or even women, you know, how are you? Are you single? How old are you? You know, where do you live? Well, my first question is, is do you just randomly go down and pick somebody and ask them these questions? Or do you go to their, uh, you go to their profile and check them out first? Or do you scan through their Instagram 
or their Facebook, find out a little something about them. I mean, what's that all about? I have an acquaintance in India, cute guy, you know, and, you know, kind of impoverished, you know, he works. And, uh, you know, India over there in the industrial nation, it's, you know, it's just, you know, uh, from the pictures that he sent me, he's not begging, not asking for anything. He just wants me to come see him. He wants to come see me. But the problem I have is I don't speak that language. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, yeah, I can copy and paste, kind of break down what he's saying. He says great things. and I'm sure he does that for me, and there's apps that do that. But, you know, reality, there's a language barrier, and you're thousands of miles away. I'm impressed. I'm intrigued. But you're thousands of miles away. It'll never happen, sweetie. I'm sorry. You know, and I'm not going to invest that kind of money, nor should he, in trying to get together. I have a hard time meeting anybody that lives in Houston, and I live in Brenham, just 75 miles away. And then there's the long-distance ones here on the native land, so to speak. I have a couple of interests that are afar, and eventually one day, hopefully, we can meet. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about them aggressive ones that uh, text you every day after they go through, are you single? How old are you? This, that, and the other. And uh, would you be interested in a long-distance relationship? Well, there's people that are cut out for that. Nothing wrong with it. But I, it's not me. I'm a handsy-pansy kind of guy. I'm a romantic I'm not going to send you flowers and come to find out you got a boyfriend right down the road and you taking them fucking flowers. We ain't playing that game. I am a romantic. All the guys that I've dated, I've given them cards. I've mailed them cards. I've sent them flowers at work. And I guess there's some people, some people just don't go there. And I get it. And out of the four relationships since Scotty passed away, None of them returned any of those uh, favors. I didn't do it to get anything out of it other than appreciation that I'm a sweet guy and that I'm crazy about you. They, some of them expected more. Oh, one of them bought me some trinkets and this, that, and the other, but come to find out he had a boyfriend. That'll be a little story to tell, and I'm going to tell it. You can't trust them Oklahoma guys. Sorry, if you're Oklahoma, you're offended. I've heard that more than once. Don't trust them Oklahoma fuckers. And if you can defend that and correct me, send me a message. We'll talk about it. So I'm just not, and I, I dated one guy. As a matter of fact, today, uh, the, the this is the 14th, the production of this podcast if you go to my blog, I have a blog coming out about this very guy, the first relationship I had since Scotty passed away. That was 11 months of just pure hell, and I, and I allowed it. I participated. So that's another thing. If you're in a relationship that's real shitty, that keeps you upset, that's your fault. You're allowing it to happen. You are participating. You don't have to participate. And I know what some of you are going to say. Well, it's easy for you to say. No, no, it's, it's not easy for me to say because I was there. I know. I know. It's hard to get out of a relationship sometimes. But he believed in a two-door relationship. Well, I'm sorry. 
For 18 years, I woke up next to the person I love very much, and he would bring me coffee or I would bring him coffee. Well, except for the last year, you know, he got sick. I'd take care of him, but I brought him everything he needed. Uh, I like to sit and watch a movie together. I'm not a big movie watcher. I have people that browbeat me. You hadn't seen this movie? You hadn't seen that movie? No. I like doing it with somebody. I like holding somebody's hand. I like sharing the popcorn. What's wrong with that? In a long-distance relationship, internet relationship, you can't do that. I've tried it. You know, okay, well, you know, I've, I didn't commit. They committed more quicker than I did. And I just really wasn't into it. I mean, you know, I'm, I've got everyday life to live. I've got people to see, people to do. You know, got to work. And I don't know what they were after. Some of them butter you up and eventually... Well, I have this problem, and I don't know what I'm going to do. Here we go. There it is. And it's generally within the first couple of weeks. They have some kind of issue, and they need a little help. And do you know I had a friend? I've had a couple of friends on occasion that spent a fortune, a fortune on people like that. I have one friend, he's a straight friend, and uh, this is the honest God truth. He met a girl online. She lived in Russia. No shit. And she was working on her visa to come to the United States. Well, he sent her $1,000, American money, which I'm sure they converted over to toilet paper money, whatever it is they use in Russia to get her visa. Well, it went along. She had certain things to do, certain things to take care of. He spent close to $15,000 over a period of six months, hard-earned, saved money, bought her an airline ticket, and she was on her way to the United States. And... Many of his friends, his family, including myself, I said, you know, this ain't right. There's something wrong. Something wrong. Something ain't right. $15,000 over a period of six months? Because she had this issue, had to take care of this, had to take care of that. The day he went to the airport and waited for her arrival, she didn't show. She wasn't on the flight. Brokenhearted, with his tail in between his legs, he came back home to find an email from her brother. On the way to the airport, she was in a horrific car wreck and perished. That's a true story. You might know somebody's been through that too. Now, I can meet somebody on the internet. And we can set up a date. I'll go there. They come here. Whatever. That's different. But I mean, how desperate do we have to be to be made a fool of? Don't they call that fishing? You know, when somebody sucker punches you like that? Fishing? It's happened more than a million times. And there's nothing you can do. You can't get your money back. And so there he was, licking his wound, boo-hoo, staring at her picture. And eventually he snapped out of it and realized, came to realize after hearing other people, how could I have been played a fool?
Got to be on your game, people. Got to be on your game. Back to that Oklahoma date. I was played. I was played, and I have nobody to blame but myself. When the dots don't connect, question, research. And now I've learned to watch for red flags. I can pretty well tell when somebody sends me a message or opens their mouth, I can see a red flag. And it's funny how these long-distance people don't really want to carry on a conversation on the telephone. Some do, some don't. I kind of dabbled in that with one out of, he lived up outside of Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, this crackpot, let me tell you. Good Lord. He even sicked his sister on me because I wasn't interested. I had to block his number and all this bullshit. She got infiltrated and she called me everything but a white man. I mean, he was, poor guy, was an alcoholic. Uh, drank heavy with on drugs. That ambient, that, that sleep medicine. I called him one time. I could tell he was hiring a guy. He'd been drinking. He said he took an ambient and, ambient, and he was cooking a chicken. I said, you're going to burn that fucking compartment complex down. I mean, there's a lot of nuts out there, people. A lot of nuts. Don't let the internet fool you. Meet people, be nice, move along. And if they can't tell you how old you are by looking at what you have posted on your Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is you're on, if they can't, if they can't figure out where you're at, I mean, for Christ's sake, keep moving. They're not interested in you. They're interested in what you can do for them. Okay? All right? Maybe you have an experience. Send me a message. Send me an email. Tim Page, one word, Tim Page, at timothy-page.com. Send me an email. Uh, maybe we can hook up and do the podcast together. I'll ask you a few questions. You you know, we can, we can, we can have a lot of fun. If we do nothing else, we'll have a lot of fun. Maybe you can relate to what we've talked about today. Maybe not. If you haven't experienced uh, that, well, keep your guard up. Keep yourself safe. Keep your pocketbook closed. You hear me? Okay? All right. Well, I hope everybody is doing well, and I hope you have big plans for Thanksgiving. I'll have another podcast out before Thanksgiving, and I hope you enjoy this. Please share with your friends. Y'all take care, everybody. Be safe on the road if you're traveling for the holiday. God loves you and he knows I try. Peace out, everybody.